0: welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood. And as a mindset coach, pilot in training and visionary for hire, I hope this podcast gives you insights that not only impact your business and your personal life, but thus the world for the better. welcome back to the dare to move podcast i'm so glad you're here i'm so glad you're back if you're a listener and if this is your first time listening to dare to move that is so interesting to me (laughs) interesting because i've been doing this now since the end of 2018 and it's had its own evolution um it has grown into Something really, really simple, which is me showing up once a week to guide, to help, to share. And that is what feels really aligned to me. I've gone through two different assistants and different social media strategies. And I have, you know, tried all the different Canva and, you know, uh, Audio Byte tools. And I, I'm here now in March of 2022, not even using my microphone. I have a very nice blue Yeti, just sitting here talking to my laptop, knowing that whatever I am about to share uh, will guide you in some way, shape, or form to something you already know about yourself. You just maybe forgot. Maybe you've forgotten this entire lifetime. So it feels really potent and really powerful. I'm really grateful to have the listeners that i have and i know that part of what will continue to you know create community and uh for each for each listener is to share these so i just want to um kind of give you guys the little ping to share this with friends um that is how that is one of my love languages: sharing podcasts with friends um, to say, "Hey, have you have you listened to this before? What's your take?" Because sometimes, especially if we're trying to connect with a friend that maybe lives far away, maybe we don't have a lot of time to talk to, maybe we don't have two hours to drop in and get juicy with as far as our souls' growth and our deepest yearnings. And <clears throat> some podcasts, sometimes this one and, and other ones I follow, go pretty deep and. To just shoot it over to a friend, like, hey, give this a listen. I I loved it. Let me know what you think. It can be a really nice conversation starter because you both went on a similar journey. It's like going to a yoga class with a friend um, or fitness class. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because um, I don't say that enough. So today I'm coming in with a interesting... <laughs> I'm using that word a lot that's interesting itself uh notion about aliveness and what does that even mean to be fully alive and i'm gonna take you through the journey i've had just today on march 3rd of 2022 to sort of give an example of what it can mean to be alive and what kind of the point of all of this is. I'm going to reference a book that I actually send to almost all my clients. It depends what they've read before um, and what they're ready for. But uh, I'm going to reference the book. I'm going to talk about some actual modalities you can maybe add into your toolbox, into your lifestyle to work on your level of aliveness. And I hope that this is supportive. So I guess maybe to start, I want you to think about your morning. I want you to maybe not if you're driving, but if you can close your eyes and just like relax into your body and just reflect back briefly on this morning. Was it one of those chaotic ones where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm late. (laughs) Was it, oh, I can't believe it's already time to wake up. Was it, a slow gentle waking and there's awareness that it's morning and that it's definitely going to be time soon um was it just simply to your alarm um i i personally stopped setting alarms during covid which was the most the start of my own liberation honestly <laughs> um if you if i look at my my spiritual journey in 2020 that you know really truly started at the end of 2018 when i started this podcast but with the way that the pandemic uh, showed up for me, I was at a cabin with nowhere to be. Uh, I had client calls sometimes as early as seven thirty, but that was rare. And my partner, my fiance Jeff, who's been a guest on this podcast, I want to say eleven times, is very religious about his workout routine, and he wakes up early. So I would just wait till he woke up and I would let his alarm be my alarm. And that was really liberating. So anyway, it's an aside this morning for me, I woke up to a crying baby and I had, have not slept, uh, through the night since, um, I want to say maybe February 18th or 19th. So it's been several days, um, with Declan and, um, I, he actually slept about six and a half hours straight. So it was really amazing to get that sleep and my body needed it so badly that when I heard him crying, I thought it was like midnight. I was like, Oh gosh, Jeff, he's awake. Um, and Jeff's like, well, it's four fifty-eight. It's basically time. Jeff's been getting up pretty early lately. So Jeff brought him down to sleep with me. Declan to like try to see if he'd go back to sleep with me but then we realized he needed a bottle and I just like something in me was just kind of like eh like not in a good mood from the instant that I woke up and so in you know right away jumped off the bat I'm instinctively like okay Jeff like can you go get him he's really heavy for me when I am just waking up and it hurts my back to carry he's you know he's 26 pounds and he's long and um I'm like can you get him and then do you want me to grab a bottle or you grab a bottle? Crap, you don't have a passy. Like I was really barking orders at at Jeff without really realizing it. And then Jeff was in a bad mood. And then I was like, Why are you in a bad mood? And he's like, Well, da-da-da. So, not to bring negative energy in, but that was that was the start of my day. And so we moved through that together. Jeff went to work out, move his body, get in his body, feel better. I got coffee and got Declan situated. And then all of a sudden, I just felt this kind of like gray cloud over me. And I'm like, what is happening? Why am, there's like this sadness. And then I remembered my dream. And uh, very, it was very personal, but um, I was seeing somebody that I missed that I didn't realize I missed. And really having time with someone that I just was like whoa I really didn't know I even wanted this time this badly and in the dream I really wanted the time and I wanted the one-on-one connection and um I said the words I love you and I felt an undertone of like embarrassment even though I was feeling the exchange being equal but for some reason I felt weird saying it anyway it wasn't like someone died in the dream and yet the feeling in my body like it took me a minute I was like why am I sad why am I sad why am I sad I went into the gym and I just wanted to cry and um I was like wow what does this feel like what does this feel like and I was like whoa it is grief grief is coming up it wants to be felt like this is so interesting and um this person is not someone I have an active relationship with in my life. So it felt like I had nowhere to put it. Like I couldn't text someone and be like, Oh my God, I dreamt of you last night. I miss you so much. I hope you're well. Like it just, there's not, there, there's not an opportunity for that. Um, so anyway, it was a low vibrational. I even told Jeff, I, I just said, look, I had a really sad dream. I'm feeling like a lot of grief this morning. And so I went to my little altar that I created in my office, I pulled some cards, Uh, my 12 o'clock client canceled, I did a really incredible breathwork session with Sam Whiting on his Vimeo page um, of old classes, it's kind of like a library of breathwork classes, Um, and I came alive in, in the breathwork, like I felt the heaviness lifted, I felt sunshine coming through, I felt like I was more in my body and I remember reminded myself that that is why we do exercise and we do breath work like I wasn't I moved my body today I did a quick like strength training circuit but I did not lift heavy it felt awkward I was really called to like I didn't even want to finish the workout so I didn't um it wasn't the time or place for me to move that energy that way but when I got into breath work it's like I felt my breath if and a lot of spiritual teachers will say this, but they'll say that we are the breath. Like we are the spirit. Spirit moves through the body. We are the spirit moving through the body. We are the breath. And that to me rings. it's just so true because in the initial start of the breathwork session, he was guiding us to say like, where do you feel the breath? I'm like, I literally feel it like on the roof of my, no- my mouth and very nasally, which is like, so representative of like being in my head. And, I went through this, you know, really uh, powerful journey of an hour of breath work to feel like it just came through. Like, what if the point of it all, like life, like being here, is to become more alive, to be more here in our bodies? What if that is the whole entire point, and to get into the juiciness of life as much as possible? Like to be as juicy as often as possible is like is the point, right? To be alive, to feel those, to be in a higher vibration is so expansive, right? It's so loving. It's it's so different than that heavy cloud I described. So, what's so interesting is that, of course, just yesterday, one of my clients, um, Meg. She was reading Frequency, and, which is the book that I send to people. Um, it's Frequency by Penny Pierce. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, to me, <clears throat> just as like a Spark notes thing, Frequency is a woman's version of Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Uh, it's been around much longer. It's, I think, a little easier to digest. It's a little less science It's a little more spiritual. I mean, not that Joe Dispenza isn't spiritual, but... Anyway, the book frequency is incredible. It is a true transmission. Um, And on page 45, there is a chart called The Scales of Everyday Vibrations. And they have them for the body, for our senses, for emotions, and for thoughts. I'm gonna kind of take you through just, maybe all of them, maybe some of them, we'll see how this goes. Um, The examples of low frequency and high frequency experiences that you can have. So from a body standpoint, low frequency is, or just, sorry, before body. In general, low frequency means low, slow, sorry, slow and dense, like heavy, right? We've heard of like the heavy blanket of depression. Like that's real. It's it's dense. It's slow. It's ego. It's fear. Um, aside from the ego and fear part, like a table is dense and it's vibrating so slow that it literally shows up in our reality as a solid thing, right? A solid wood table. <clears throat> so the faster it's moving, the energy is moving. It's like we are much faster frequency beings than a table, right? So to me for me, um, this morning, if we go into my um, uh, what's the word? It, my body experience. the frequency, <clears throat> the lowest frequency in the chart is paralysis or coma. The highest frequency is full presence for your body as far as, again, what is your frequency or to put it in a casual, marketable term, what's your vibe? So if paralysis and coma is the lowest and full presence is the highest, um, if we step up from paralysis and coma, it's loss of function. I did not have loss of function this morning. Um, Above that is trauma or injury. I did not have a trauma or injury, although... Um, For some people if what my dream had consisted of was a memory of a severe trauma My body might be feeling that memory so that could have happened, but that's not what it was for me Disease or illness is above that addiction is above that chronic pain is above addiction Then we get to periodic pain. Then we have tension stress Exhaustion comfort rest we're moving up the scale responsiveness flexibility joyful movement perfect health and full presence so where I was this morning was my body was feeling exhausted. Um, I wouldn't say I was in complete tension and stress because um, to me that feels a little more fighty flighty. Uh, re- exhaustion is just like low vibe for me. It's low. It's higher up the scale because it took us coma, loss of function, trauma, injury, disease, addiction, chronic pain, periodic pain, tension, stress to get to exhaustion. So that's where I was. It's, it's in the middle of this scale but it's still not a high vibration. From a sense, um, Standpoint. Sub- the lowest is subconscious reaction. Like, I am just going to respond to you in my trigger, right? A reaction, our activation, our trigger, without even thinking about it, without even <clears throat> sensing what the situation, how the situation could be better served. I'm just going to, like, again, just trigger ping pong. If you've listened to the episode, you'd kind of get it. So the in the senses, low frequency is subconscious reaction, a.k.a. trigger gut instinct which is i'm just going to go with my gut in this like quick decision um the next one is attraction or repulsion so i'm just gonna like be attracted to this or repulse without really giving it much energy smell uh, i guess is apparently a lower vibration taste is a little higher touch is a little higher than that but that makes sense right because smelling is outside of ourselves and then taste is it's in our mouth touches it's in our hands hearing is someone's unique authentic voice or sound vision is seeing it's a gateway of the brain clairsentience is actually a higher vibration that's uh, feeling like feeling a presence uh, feeling into something clear audience is hearing like maybe hearing a sound um that i think i shared somewhere maybe on instagram that that came online for me <clears throat> a while ago but i didn't realize it was trying to come out like when i still worked at barry's in 2019 one day i was just a really side note side note story Um, I was really stressed about the future of my life and what I was doing and why am I still teaching here? I know it's serving a purpose, but I just can't figure it out. And I heard the song dancing with a stranger and I was like, oh, this is telling like I just knew I'm like, this is telling me like I haven't met the people yet. I haven't met the people that my future consists of. I haven't met my future partner yet. Like all of it was just dancing with a stranger anyway clairvoyance um third eye uh you know you're seeing things that maybe um other people can't access intuition then ultra sensitivity then direct experience then communion now by the way if some of these words are not landing for you that is okay this is penny pierce's excuse me interpretation of higher vibrational things. Um, communion to me means I am feeling so connected to you. Like we are one, we are all energy. We are all like the law of one. Like we are all God kind of a thing and sensing that, um, direct experience is like, I am here, I am present and I'm actually the one experiencing this in full presence. So, um, I promise I have a point to all this, um, emotions go, the lowest would be depression, apathy, then guilt, shame, hate, rage, refusal, fear, panic, doubt, insecurity, frustration, disappointment, we're going up the scale, Uh, contentment and trust, sincerity, pleasure, desire, motivation, enthusiasm, joy, gratitude, generosity, and love, empathy. Notice love is at the top. Joy is like number three down. So what's interesting about this scale is I actually prefer David R. Hawkins' scale a little bit better because he has neutrality in that and it's sort of in the middle um it's a little bit of a different scale but you get the idea that there are certain emotions we feel that are low vibe and some that are higher thoughts um lowest vibration being suicidal thoughts psychosis neurosis as we move up overwhelm obsession beliefs and control games logic and proof that's actually a pretty low vibe by the way Uh, projection and blame distraction and absence boredom and impatience receptivity openness discovery exploration then fluid creativity inspiration and insight, direct knowing and wisdom and oneness with our thoughts. So if I were to categorize myself this morning, on the body part, I was in exhaustion. My senses, I was, excuse me, gosh, I was a, a little bit in the clairsentient space, which is ironically, I did not know this, I'm just doing this in real time, did not realize it's actually on the same level as exhaustion, that's interesting. Where. You know because what you're doing in the dream space if you really feel like you're somewhere with someone is the astral plane so you're feeling the energy like I kept telling Jeff like I just felt this person I don't really know what the situation was I just felt their presence I felt the energy it's not like I heard their voice but I felt their energy we were communicating energetically right so body vibration was exhaustion senses were clairsentient Emotions. So the emotion <clears throat> that aligns at the next level, at the same level as the other two, is sincerity. But I was feeling a little more, mm, I was actually feeling more disappointment, I guess, if that would be. Because I wasn't depressed. I wasn't feeling guilt or shame or fear or panic or doubt or insecurity. I wasn't quite frustrated. I would put myself actually one step below which is disappointment um just using this book scale if you happen to have the book and then again the thoughts i was having were not projection or blame not logic or proof not beliefs or control games i don't think i don't think it's obsession i don't think it's you know i don't know where i am here maybe distraction and absence i think that's and that's on the same that's kind of around the same level of exhaustion and clairsentience anyway We can look at that and be like okay on this scale it's not the lowest vibration but it's definitely not the highest so i got outside i went on a drive ran an errand i had done my workout i ate good food and then i did breath work and in breath work i'm so sorry about my cough by the way guys it's like a weird i'm like not sure if i'm getting sick or not but i felt really called to share this episode today so these are scales of everyday vibrations. Really important to note that we get to and we have the power to access any vibration we want at any point. So, yes, there was a kind of a gray cloud hanging over me after kind of a rough morning, after a really uh, emotionally provoking dream, and then I'm carrying it with me. And I put on music during my drive instead of a podcast because music will elevate our vibration, you know, depending on the tune and all of that. I put some high vibe music on that makes me feel happy and excited. Um, when I had a 12 o'clock call get canceled, I played my sound bowl. I turned on some uh, meditation music. I pulled a card from my um, Starseed deck. And then I did this breath work. I So we. week, I played in the joyful movement space um, with exercise I was flexible in my body and moving it around um, senses I heard music um, I I seriously swear I teleport when I'm listening to music so you could even maybe say I was an ultra sensitivity joy and gratitude through the um, call it breath work And my thoughts were inspiration insight fluid creativity and direct knowing so a lot of higher vibrational things so my point with all of this is there's two things right now to close the loop on the part of frequency and vibration is that part of being human is to feel our emotions is to access different vibration like the word vibe is very overused but it's also a very real thing if someone walks into the room before they've said anything, you can usually tell, especially if it's someone you know pretty well, if they're having a good day or a bad day by the energy that they're communicating. And especially if you're an empath. So we know that it's real, we know that it's a thing, and we get to decide what water we're swimming in. It doesn't mean that moving through grief can happen in a snap second. It doesn't mean that there's not a time for processing. But as per my client's question the other day, like, isn't there a point to these emotions? Like we, we don't want to like just snap out of it. Like, is that even real? And I said, well, snapping out of it might for some people be spiritual bypassing. So the point of doing deep self reflective work and understanding your limiting beliefs and understanding what your shadow values are, even what your shadow is, like, what are the parts of yourself you don't like going through all of that? gets you to a point where when you are in a lower vibration one you have the tools because you've done some self-discovery exploration work to sit with it and be like huh why am i feeling this way what is this about what is this really about why why really like why I keep asking so you going layer deeper layer deeper layer deeper until you arrive at okay Like for me, I have some grief. I need to move. Like, I didn't realize I was carrying grief around this person. Like, maybe there's still something to heal there. Like, maybe I can set some intentions about how I want to heal this and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, that is obviously intentional and important. And knowing what we need to process and what is on our intentionality list of what we're moving through. And what's just an old habit so i talked about this in guilt and shame but some people have a habit of bringing themselves to a lower vibration so one of my clients i think i get the example of it's like no matter what she did in her life the lens the glasses that she was looking through were how can i feel guilt and shame (laughs) so it's like she had a great morning she worked out she had a couple work calls and her brain's like man life's going really good so she's like where can I feel guilt and shame so she's like telling me in her check-in like yeah everything was good just I'm just like really bummed I like didn't do more cardio I'm like are you really though well I guess not I mean I I don't really need to do more cardio I'm like yeah so if your sovereign decision was I'm done at 20 minutes of cardio at the gym and you left like what's wrong with that she's like nothing so why do you feel guilty like I don't know Right? That is an example of the neural networked patterns of vibration that we are like conditioned to feel. So it's like, you know, we could, in a happy way, we could think that like our favorite song has conditioned us to like put on a smile when it plays or remember a fond memory. Um, We all have these uh, places in our energy where we can tune it right we can kind of tune it like you tune a guitar like you know what i don't really want a, my mo to be finding guilt and shame or finding sadness or finding anger i want to be able to alchemize it so that i have access to joy or love or gratitude at any point so the next part of it is how do we do this right so i gave some examples sound bowl music moving my body breathwork, which I have another whole thing to get to on breathwork in a second, but that can bring us more to life. When we are fully vibrating and we're not moving slowly, we don't, you know, it keeps us from becoming the wood table, right? So we want to be moving our energy. We want to be vibrating faster. Like think of a butterfly moving its wings super, super, super fast, fluttering almost. Um, Your key code to or key codes to higher vibration are going to be unique to you so to give my clients example she was like yeah gratitude always gets me there so feeling into something she's grateful for brings her to a more expansive state of love and joy and again gratitude which is a very high vibration so whether it's giggling with your kids to bring you joy or watching puppy videos or sound bowls or uh making out with your husband you know like there are going to be different things that you can access but as long as you sort of have this arsenal at your side you can shift out of it now again emotions are information triggers are information for me and for a lot of us when we are feeling some way we either already know it's like okay well this is because something in my external reality happened like boss sent a bad email Which, by the way, doesn't have to affect you. (laughs) Although it can, it doesn't mean it's wrong to have it affect you, but that's something from your external reality. So when anything from our external reality is making us shift our vibration internally, we're giving away our power. And if we go into that lower vibration because of something externally, like the war going on, for example, it doesn't mean that we don't need to take that information, look at what's happening to our own energy, ask ourselves some questions around should i be feeling this like why am i feeling this do i want to feel this is this mine to feel is this supportive what is my intention here you know doing some of that work to be present to it and then release it and then shift out of it now if there's something internal so for me my was very internal it was an astral dream experience i had that shifted my energy in my waking state that made me feel grief and sadness and I had to sit with it for a minute and be like, okay, gosh, I got to work through some of this. I'm going to set a plan to work through this. And it's not necessary to feel this all day. And how am I going to shift out of it? Movement, sound bolt, tarot cards, <laughs> breath work. And the biggest one being breath work. So I hope this is helpful so far just because we do have the ability to access other states of being, states of consciousness at all times. And I would argue that, this is what came through during my breathwork session that the point of even being here is to be bursting at the seams of our physical meat suit body with life to be fully extended within ourselves. Like I'm sure some of you have had experiences where maybe you had really cold feet, cold hands. Maybe you've had numb legs or limbs in your life. maybe you felt really stuck in your head where like, it's almost like our spirit, our soul is like shrinking in to take up the least amount of space possible in our body have you had that experience i have and i've also experienced people who just they they take up a lot of space in the world right like their energy is so much bigger than their body like i have so many stories of like small little people that i know like literally like just small humans um that are just tiny but mighty and and that mightiness comes from the energy that they cast out and it's harder to cast energy out from in our mental emotional etheric bodies if we're not fully embodied just in our actual body so my next point is that is why the why for breath work Breathwork will help you expand your breath into the places that maybe have some cobwebs in there, maybe have tension, maybe have stuck energy. And not only to move the energy and the sensations, but to wake up, to wake up your body and to explore the caverns and the tunnels and the channels and the space within inside yourself. And that is just the power of it and to me, the why I need to return to it because you know meditation especially visualization ones it's very easy to get in our head a lot of that visualization ones will do have you do a body scan so you're aware of your full body before that so that whatever you're visualizing your body actually thinks it's happening uh, but some of them don't and some of them are just like imagine this imagine that it's like it's all through the mind and nothing wrong with the mind but our spirit is not our mind Our mind is, our our spirit is the the breath moving through the body. It's our soul that is inhabiting our body space, not our brain. And why are we not doing it more? You know, we practiced in the class I did today, breathing into the right side of your rib cage and breathing into the left. And I noticed it was a bit harder for me to breathe into my left, which is the uh, maternal, you know, feminine side. Um, and just different exercises, you kind of have to do it to experience it. But there are infinite teachers out there, and I encourage anyone like this is your subtle nudge or not so subtle to do a breathwork class because you will understand what I mean by experiencing the breath moving through your body when you spend an hour focusing on your breath. And what I like about Sam's classes, and I'm sure a million other teachers out there, is it's it's really exercises. It's like hold for four, hold for six, or exhale faster, inhale three times. I mean, they're just directing you the whole time. So you can, it's easy for your mind not to do what the mind does and, and run off. You're really, really, really present. And I believe that if everyone listening to this episode stops me and whenever they can, as fast as they can, or runs home to go do some breath work, we will all feel more alive today and more in our bodies. I mean, think about jumping off a cliff into a cold lake, which I love doing, by the way. All of a sudden, you're just like falling in your body or jumping in the ocean because you can feel this cold moving water around your whole body. And that's what we're doing from the inside out with breath work, ideally, right? And you know, I had Anna Lilia on who is an intuitive breathwork guide. Um, she's based in L.A. I think my episode with her was a, in fall of 2020 and maybe 154, 145, something like that. And she and I did a one on one breath session. And it was a little more delicate than what Sam Whiting does because I was pregnant at the time. And then she kind of channeled what came through uh, and she said fear was one of the big things that came through when we were doing that. And so, um, her, she's an example of like, you know, you can hire a practitioner for this stuff. And when I did my session with her, I cried, like, not like I start bawling my eyes out, but like I released some tears. And that is also energy moving through the body and moving that stuck energy. So, um, I don't feel like i need to motivate you guys anymore to go do breath work and work on your aliveness um and i also want to say that if you're focused on materializing things in your in your world or manifesting things having block energy blockages in yourself will block you from your manifestation right so we got to move the energy we got to stay active we got to stay alive and we got to work on our being aliveness right because whether we are conscious of it or not, the things that we think we want, the experiences we desire to have, the homes we want to manifest, the partners we want to live with, doesn't all of that just bring us to a higher vibration? Ideally, doesn't that all just bring us back into a more alive state? Or at least isn't that what we're hoping? So be with that, be with how you are feeling about the things you want. How are they going to help you access higher states? And can you just go ahead and access that state first so then the thing shows up? <laughs> it's a really a crazy, amazing, beautiful thing. So whatever you take from this is your gift and I don't get to um, dictate how it is received. And my intention is to encourage any of my listeners at any time to be courageous and quote unquote dare to move inward within themselves and be grounded enough to then move up and outward to the world to do the thing their soul came here to do so i will not go on any longer but um i hope you all are doing super well um oh final thing i actually have one other thing to share i am three days off of instagram crazy crazy and the short cliff notes of how I'm feeling is I first felt like oh, I lost my portal to the world. I'm more lonely. But then I was like, wait, but my life, my actual reality is actually here. How, how much of my actual reality have I been missing because I'm attuned to the things online? And not to say that I don't enjoy the acquaintance type, you know, conversations with strangers or people I, I kind of know. But I also I'm leaking energy that way. doesn't mean I don't enjoy it and that I won't go back to it, but I don't know yet. I just know that I'm trying to really hone all of my energy inward, except for where I'm putting it out to the world, which is here. So I'm glad you're here listening. Um, and wondering how I, I don't know yet. I'm not trying to force it or plan it, but I, I, I'm curious on how I will show up at the, when I return to Instagram and if I'll share differently or not, and I got the download that I am in a cocoon this month, and that rings really true with a lot of things I'm working on because a a cocoon is also representative of, like, our womb space, the void, which is 100% where I'm at, and it is a ripe, fertile place where from everything, from where all things begin. uh, It all starts in the womb, right? So that's where I'm hanging out. Um, I am looking forward to hosting an interview soon. Um, I know it was not my intention to do those unless it felt really, really, really aligned. And I have found some people that I think are incredibly aligned guests. So I'm excited to have them on very soon. Um, But my final, final, final thing is that um, uh, two of you have reached out uh, to kind of have me put your name down for the mastermind I am don't, not wanting to call a mastermind, but the group of entrepreneurials entrepreneurs that want to be on an entrepreneurial journey with other entrepreneurs, uh, that's such a mouthful and hence why I'm not totally clear on it yet, but I want to guide a group of female entrepreneurs who are working towards growing expansively in the fall, in the uh, second half of the year. So I had put down before, we'd start about August and go into... Um, January. Um, personally, I am fully intending upon having gone through some fundraising for the business I'm currently building, and I will have that experience to offer. Quite literally, and I want this to be like a think tank of people who want to expand their horizons, have honest, open, radical feedback, safe place to share and check in mentally and emotionally. You know, the entrepreneurial journey is incredibly. Lonely, and also it is heavy on the masculine side of things. So, I want this to be a feminine access point or feminine gateway for your entrepreneurial lifestyle, if we'll call it that. So, if you're feeling called to shoot me an email, I have my email in the show notes. All I have to say is, Hey, I'm interested, and I'll add your name to my list so that when I share more about it in late July, early August you will have all the details. So I'm so looking forward to it. Um, I hope you are too. Thank you so much for being here. Again, share this if it's something you want to connect with, um, uh, something you want to share with one of your friends in your network to go deeper on um, as a connection point. So anyway, I love you all so much. Thanks for being here. And as always, dare to move.